0: According to the National Center for Drug Abuse, over 165 million Americans ages 12 and up are currently abusing drugs or alcohol. Of those 165 million Americans, there is a mom, dad, sister, brother, wife, husband, son, daughter, or grandparent praying and pleading that they would stop. Addiction is a subject most people don't like to talk about and is kept behind closed doors. But the Finding Hope podcast will bring light to the subject and give families that are living in shame, guilt, hopelessness, fear, worry, and anger, tools and education to find strength, peace, happiness, joy, and hope. Thank you for joining us today. Before we begin, I'm excited to announce that registration for our third annual Finding Hope retreat is now open. This is Retreat theme will be Rooted in Truth and it will be March 31st through April 2nd at Post Oak Lodge and Retreat in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This will all be done in a relaxed atmosphere with keynote speakers, including Hope is Alive's COO, Allison Lang, and Christian author and speaker, Karen Jenkins-Salisbury. There will also be incredible breakout sessions, small group discussions, worship, and a time of self-care. You can learn more and register at hopeisalive.net backslash truth, which will also be linked in the show notes today. So today, as we kick off a brand new year, I want you to think about what do you need this year? Let me say that again. What do you need this year? I want you to think about, I have about, four questions I want you to stop and reflect on. You might need to pause this podcast to write them down so you can go back and answer them. What do you need? Where are you struggling? How did you neglect yourself in 2022? And what needs to change in 2023? Let me say those questions again. What do you need where are you struggling? How did you neglect yourself in 2022? And what needs to change in this brand new year of 2023? So many times, um, whether we love someone in an active addiction or not, we seem to always put ourselves on the back burner and just wanna make sure everything, everyone else's needs are met and they're doing okay that in that process, we neglect ourselves. And we might have that mindset that if everyone else is doing okay and everything's going well, that's when I can start to focus on myself. But that's actually not true. The truth is you and myself, I can't be the best mom, the best sister, the best wife, the best friend, when my own needs aren't being met, when I am neglecting myself, I can't be the best mom, the best daughter, the best sister, wife, or friend. And that same is true for you guys. When our own needs are not met, we begin to see that relapse into our old behaviors. You know, we talk about relapse with our loved ones and um, we, I haven't, really talked about it much on the podcast, but a relapse is a slow progression. There's little anchors and we slowly let the anchors go, but we can relapse into our old behaviors as well. And so this new year, I want you to stay firm and anchor down in your own recovering. And so when we're not getting our own needs met, our relapse begins in that We get back into that cycle of codependency we've talked about many times. We get back into the enabling. Oh, it's a new year. They've changed. I can do this, this one time. When our own needs aren't met, we have a lack of boundaries put in place. And then we begin to build up resentments towards others. And because all of our focus is on them and not ourselves. And so we we become resentful when we become so focused on them and it's ourselves doing that it's we when we put ourselves on that back burner and focus so much on that we get resentful towards them but we need to remember we need to put ourselves first and a lot of people think that's selfish and so sometimes you have to be selfish in that and be selfish and realize that your needs are just as important as somebody else's needs, if not more important. You know, I hear it all the time. It goes back to the airplane and putting on, they always say, put on your um, oxygen mask first before you help someone else put on that. And this is the same thing. You have to put on your mask before you can help someone else in all of it. And so this new year, I want you to stop and make a list of what you need take that time schedule it put it in your schedule and set an alarm and say okay at eight o'clock tonight i'm going to make a list of what i need and you know what do you need think of about yourself spiritually physically mentally emotionally and financially what do you need? Not what does other people need, but what do you need? And put your name in there. Like I would say, what does Amy need? What, what do I need spiritually this year? What do, does Amy need to become more physical this year? What does Amy need mentally? And make that list for yourself. And so once we have that list it's like okay but then how do i go and achieve that this year what actions do i need to take to make sure my needs are being met because you know for so long so for so many of us that are out there listening we're so we've been so focused on that codependent behavior of making sh- taking care of other people making sure everyone's okay that we don't even know how to take care of ourselves and so one way um, that what we do here at hope is alive ministries our residents they create what we call smart goals every quarter and we also do that as well at the beginning of finding hope at the beginning of the year so right now in january all of our groups are creating these smart goals for 2023 and at Finding Hope, we like to go back and look at those You know, about halfway through the year. How are we doing? What's going well? We keep accountable by finding our hope dealer and our finding hope groups to talk through with these SMART goals. And so, this idea of a SMART goal might be new to you. Um, So, what is a SMART goal? You know, I think so many times we can, I don't like the word resolution. Um, I never did that. But when you shift it to a goal, it's more uh, achievable and attainable. So, I'm going to break down what a SMART goal is. And so, again, you might, if you're listening in the car, you'll probably want to go back so you can write all this down. So a SMART goal, it's S-M-A-R-T, and it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-driven. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-driven. So specific, just think of the, th- you know, when we used in school, the three W's, the f- or five W's, I'm sorry, five W's, who, what, where, when, and why. So who is going to, What's specific, who is gonna be involved in this goal? Maybe what, what do I want to accomplish with this goal? Where is this goal gonna be achieved? When do I want to achieve this goal? And why do I want to achieve this goal? And I think sometimes on that why it goes back, am I doing it for somebody else or am I doing it for myself again? you know, again, be selfish. Why do I want to achieve this goal? And if it's for somebody else, then you need to shift your mindset and think, okay, maybe this goal isn't for me. Maybe this is a goal I want to see for someone else. And so specific, having significant, when it's specific, you have significant greater chance of it being accomplished, going back to the who, what, where, when, and why. And then measurable. A smart goal must have the criteria for measuring progress. If there are no criteria, you will not be able to determine your progress. Are you attaining it? If you are, you won't be able to tell if you're on track to reach that goal. Measurable. To make a goal measurable, you have to ask yourself how many or how much. And I'm going to give you guys some examples um, after we talk about each one of these. So, you know, I know this is a lot. It might be brand new for some of you, and I, it might not be brand new for some of you. I know many people have used this model in different areas. So measurable, how many or how much? Maybe one of your goals um, might be, you know, working out or reading. So how much are you going to read a day? How many times a week are you going to read? Or, you know, and that is the measurable on that. And then another question with measurable is, how do I know if I've reached my goal, right? Like, okay, I'm gonna read. Well, how do you know you're gonna read this new year, right? You have to make it measurable. How are you gonna um, know that you've reached it? And what is my indicator for progress? How will you know? So we talked about specific, measurable. The next one is the A, attainable. A smart goal must be achievable and attainable. So, you know, this will help you figure out ways you can realize that the goal, what the goal is, and work towards it. The achievability um, of the goal should be stretched to make sure you feel challenged, but defined well enough that you can actually achieve it. Okay. You wanna be, let me say that again to be challenged but well enough for you to actually be able to achieve it, right? You know, so you have to think, do I have the resources and do I have the capability to achieve this goal? If I don't have the resources, it's not going to be attainable, right? If, you know, you're going to say I'm, you know, I'm going to go running outside, I don't know, 3 times a week and you know that you live in the north where there's lots of snow. That might not be attainable, right? Um, Do I have the resource and capability to achieve the goal? If not, what am I missing? And then have others done it successfully before me? And so asking yourself these questions, and that's why I love these SMART goals, because it digs deeper. It makes sure that they are attainable, because if you answer no to some of this, then we need to reevaluate your goal for 2023. You know, and again, remember, we're talking about these goals so that your needs can be met this year. So you can take the focus off fixing others and being, you know, in that cycle of codependency and putting it back on yourself and showing yourself love. So after attainable, it's realistic. A SMART goal must be realistic and the the goal can be realistically achieved given the available resources and time. So a SMART goal is likely realistic if you believe that it can be accomplished. So here are some questions to ask yourself about if it's realistic. Is the goal realistic and within reach? Is the goal reachable given the time and the resources? Are you able to truly, truly, truly commit to achieving this goal? Let me say that again. I think so many times people throw that out there, but are you willing and able to commit to achieving this goal? So, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and the last one is time driven. A SMART goal must be time bound in that it has a start and a finish date. If the goal is not time constrained, there will be no sense of urgency or motivation to achieve that goal, right? you you know, it's one of those, oh, I'll do it, do it soon. Well, when is soon? Soon could be tomorrow. Soon could be in a week. So make it more time driven. What it does my goal have a deadline to achieve it. And by when, when do you want to achieve this goal? When do you want to have this goal and be able to celebrate that you reached this goal? So like I said, I wanted to give you guys some examples, especially for our own recovery and when we love someone in the midst of addiction or when they might be in recovery. And we need to be focusing, continuing to focus on ourselves through this because I see it so many times still that once our loved ones get in recovery, we go back to some of those old Behaviors again of enabling and all of that. And so, this can help you stay focused on your own recovery, um, no matter what your loved one is or isn't doing. So, a lot of times you might just say, I'm going to attend Finding Hope, right? You know, we talk about that support groups, how important it is to be in that community with others who understand. So, I'm going to attend Finding Hope. That's not a smart goal because it's just stating a fact. It doesn't have, it's not talking about specific. It doesn't have measurable. um, It's not time-driven. But a SMART goal might be instead say, I'm going to attend Finding Hope on Thursday, on the Thursday Zoom meeting. And so you're saying when you're going to do it. Remember those who, what, where, when, and why. So you're gonna do it on the Thursday Zoom meetings and at least once a month, so maybe you don't think it you can do, go to it twice a month like we have it. Well, then let, what's more realistic is you can go at least once a month and you're going to do this, you're going to tell yourself you're going to do this for six months. So I'm going to attend Finding Hope on Thursday's Zooms at least once a month for six months. So the p- specific says where you're going to attend the meeting. Measurable is how often, once a month attainable. You're the only person who can decide that. But it sounds like if you said once a month, it's more realistic and attainable. And then you have given yourself for six months and then you can reevaluate and you can change that goal. Maybe you achieve that goal. And so you're going to change that SMART goal to I'm going to attend Finding Hope on Thursday Zooms now twice a month for the next six months. And once you do that, it becomes a habit too. And so, you know, and then you can create more SMART goals. Some other SMART goals that you might think about for your own recovery to focus, again, back on your needs and to show you your self-love this new year is, we talked about attending meetings, your self-care. What is that gonna look like? Is that gonna look like, okay, every day day? I'm for 10 minutes, I'm going to do this. Is that attainable? Can you reach that? You know, what are you going to do for yourself this new year? What boundaries can you put in place? What goal for your boundaries for yourself to protect yourself in this? Maybe you're going to make some smart goals about money or maybe checking in with your loved one how are you going to do that in a healthy way this new year or maybe it's that you're going to have no agenda when you're talking to your loved one meaning you're not going to ask them where are you at what are you doing how are you doing this are you going to your meetings are you checking in with your sponsor what are you doing are you ready for treatment here's some treatment you know and so you meaning you have no agenda that you're just going to talk to him like a human like you would a friend maybe that's a goal you need to make. Maybe it's going to be once a week. Maybe you need to do it twice a month. What is that going to look like? Maybe you have poured so much into your loved one this in 2022 and for the last five, 10 years that you have forgot what it was like to date your husband or your spouse. And so you're going to make a smart goal for creating date nights, maybe once a week, maybe once a month. What night are you gonna, maybe it's gonna be the first Friday of every month, or maybe it's gonna be every Saturday night, what is that going to look like how can you create a smart goal for that to invest back not just in yourself but back into that relationship that marriage or maybe it's with your other children that you've maybe have like neglected through all of this maybe it's trying to build that relationship and knowing giving yourselves that boundary like i'm not we're not going to talk about our my the addict in our life during this time So think about what can be some SMART goals to get your needs met this year, thinking back spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially for yourself and for your own recovery. And one other thing that we include with our SMART goals at Hope is Alive with our residents and with our Finding Hope members is a God goal. So our residents are, is pretty cool. If you ever go to one of their houses, they have their goals on the wall and so that they can see it. And so once you write, have these goals, you write them out. You might even put it on your phone. So you see them every day. They're posted by their bed so they can see them every day. Because if you're not looking at it, it's very easy to forget, right? because it's not natural. And so it's one of those, like, if I'm going to set this goal, I've got to change something and it's hard to change something all at once. Right. And so having that, um, but a God goal is something that is larger and it's a big prayer request. And you know, it will happen if it happens, you know, that God had his hands and all over it. So what could your God goal be this year? And so, you know, as we've been talking today, um, or you guys have been listening. I'm sorry, um, but as you've been talk, we've been talking today about giving ourselves, and so you might still be thinking, well. Why is goal setting so important? And like I said, I've never done resolutions. I've done. I do these goals now since I've been a part of Hope is Alive and part of Finding Hope. I have found value, and it's more achievable. And so, when we have goals, it gives us focus. It focuses back on um, yourself and a target that you're going to shoot for, and um, your mind is more focused on that instead of just aimlessly, just trying to go after it, right? Like you have a goal, you have a vision that you're going for. You know, I think about like the target, you know, you're going to go aim for that middle target. And another important reason for setting goals is, um, it keeps you locked in and undistracted. And so, um, by setting goals, you give yourself mental boundaries. It's one of those, one of my goals this year is, um, I haven't completely wrote it out as a smart goal is I've stopped drinking pop. Um, And so like it's knowing that goal is like I'm going to try to do it until the end of January. So there's my goal by the whole month of January not to drink pop. And so it's one of those, okay, if I see one or if I have a headache, it's so easy just to grab that. But knowing that this is a goal that I want to achieve by the end of January, it keeps me locked in and undistracted. Goals also help you overcome procrastination. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to go to, I hear all the time from a lot of some people, it's like, oh, I know I need to get back into these meetings. I know, well, do it, right? If you have a goal to go to a meeting, maybe once a month, maybe it is twice a month. Maybe it's to visit new meetings in your area. You know, um, it, a goal keeps you from procrastinating to by doing it. You know, and it gives you is that reflection at the end, and you're like, "Oh no, I didn't go. The meeting was tonight, and I didn't go." You know, but then you also have to give yourself grace in that and realize, okay, what meeting can I go to this week? You know, we have Zoom meetings, we have in-person meetings, and so what meeting can I go into? And then goals gives us all motivation, and the root of all motivation um, or inspiration you have ever felt in your entire life. you know, is that goal is setting provides that foundation for your drive. Making by making a goal, you give yourself concrete endpoint to aim for that target. Again, remember that measurable, the beginning and the end to be able to go back and look and celebrate that. And so, as we wrap up, um, I want you to just to remember this new year you know you matter and your needs matter and so maybe you just need to tell yourself that for a while that you matter and you need to say it out loud look at yourself in the mirror i matter amy matters and then think okay i matter i matter to god right like i am a child of god and what do you need what are your needs and how are we going to how are you going to achieve that Start writing down some of those smart goals. Maybe you just need to make a list and then you need to prioritize because, you know, sometimes when we have a whole list, we get overwhelmed. And so, prioritize what's my top two or maybe my top three? And so, I want you to think about that. And I like to give you guys, you know, a challenge before we end um, these podcasts. And so, my challenge this week is before you go meet someone else's needs, I want you to stop and ask yourself, is this something they can do on their own? By doing this, am I neglecting one of my own needs to meet their needs? And then I want to challenge you to begin to write down three to four SMART goals and that one God goal. And I'll even take it a next step and to share it with somebody. Share it with someone. If you're a part of finding hope, share it with someone in finding hope. Email me. If you're not a part of finding hope yet, email me. Share me your SMART goals because once we share it with somebody, we it keeps us more accountable to it as well. And you can email me, it's real easy. Amy A M Y at hopeisalive.net. So share those goals. I would love to see what everyone's goals are for 2023. But I wanna leave you with Romans. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So happy new, you guys. Happy new year. Let's make this a year for ourselves, showing ourselves that love. So thank you so much for joining me this week. And don't forget, you can learn more about Finding Hope and to get plugged into a meeting at findinghope.today. And we would also love for you to give us a five-star review, make some comments, share this podcast on social media, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next Hope Filled episode. Thanks again for joining me, Amy LaRue, on this episode of Finding Hope. And remember, you are not alone. It's not your fault. And there is hope. This episode of the Finding Hope podcast was brought to you by Hope is Alive Ministries. To learn more about Hope is Alive, visit our website at hopeisalive.net. If you are in need of immediate assistance, don't wait call us now at 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. That's 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. To find out more about Finding Hope and how you can get involved in a meeting close to you, visit findinghope.today.